Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Live Free Creative, the podcast that provides inspiration and ideas for living a creative, adventurous, and intentional lifestyle. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I hope that each time you listen, you feel a little bit more free to live your life exactly the way you want to live it. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the show. I'm Miranda Anderson, and this is episode 40 of Live Free Creative. Today, we are going to finish the series that I have been sharing over the last couple weeks about mothering the mothers. Two weeks ago, I shared an episode about mothering your own physical health. Last week, I talked about mothering your mental health. And to wrap up this series, today I'm going to share some ideas for mothering your own spiritual health. You guys have been loving this series and I am so grateful for all of you who are listening and have been sharing about it. I think that the way that it's resonating with you all says a lot about what we need to hear. That we maybe don't hear as many messages about taking care of ourselves as we should. And I'm so grateful to have an opportunity to step into a role where I'm giving you permission to take a break. I'm giving you permission to think about what you need in order to feel like your best self. I am telling you that it is okay for you to sit down and eat a meal, that it's okay for you to make your own doctor's appointment, that it's okay to put yourself to bed at a reasonable hour, even if you haven't quite finished that Netflix special yet. It's okay for you to take a real break, take some real time off, And maybe use some of that time off to do something that you just enjoy. Find a simple hobby and just allow yourself to have so much fun practicing it. For no reason, just for fun. It has been a really, really exciting week over here. If you follow along on Instagram or on the blog, then you know that my book is available for pre-order right now. More than enough, this memoir slash workbook slash intentional living bible has become available on amazon and when you pre-order the book you receive an audiobook version for free so i really really love reading real books i love having the paper and the pages i love taking notes and highlighting and my book more than enough actually is intended to be used that way. At the end of each chapter, there are some questions, some reflections, sometimes there's a list. There are activities that are meant to be filled in with a pen or a pencil. 
actual lines where I ask you a question and you are meant to reflect and to write down within the pages of the book. And so it's going to be so fun to send out these beautiful hardbound copies of the book so people can interact with them in that way, in the physical sense. And I know that we're all busy (laughs) and that we really enjoy listening. You're listening to this podcast right now. I'm the same way. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to audiobooks. I love listening to music. I just think that listening is a really fun way to absorb lessons as well and stories especially. And so I have recorded the audiobook myself. I'm the narrator. And for just a limited time between now and the launch date of the book, the official launch date is June 25th. So if you order your hard copy between now and then, you will receive an audiobook version for free. So you will, for the price of the hard copy, which is $19.99, you will receive also the audiobook, which is around the same price for free. So it's a twofer, which is really fun. We all love a twofer. (laughs) And I'm going to link the whole page that talks about how you claim that in the show notes. So if you go to livefreecreative.co slash podcast, find episode 40, you will find the page that explains all about how to do that. Basically, it's really simple. You just place your Amazon order and then search more than enough on my blog, livefreecreative.co, and you will find a page that has a little form at the bottom where we need you to enter your name, your email address, and your order number, your Amazon order number. Because my book is being fulfilled directly by Amazon, I don't have access to the actual orders. So the way that I am able to verify each pre-order is by you entering in your order number and your email address. And then on June 25th, the day of the release, we will email you your audio version. So the same day that Amazon packs and ships the hard copy version of the book, we will be emailing you your audio version so you can enjoy both versions for the price of one. It has all been very exciting and a little bit surreal and if I'm being totally honest, a little bit terrifying (laughs) to know that this piece of work that I have put so much of my heart and soul into and this message that I hope resonates with people is so close to being out in the world where it can be loved and enjoyed and we all know how the world works where it also might not be loved by everyone and where it might not hit home with some people and that's totally okay. I realize that I have done my job by taking on the work to tell my story and to share my ideas and to not only think about doing it but actually put them down and then send them off to be edited and designed and now having them available to order and to send off into the world that my my piece is almost complete. I have no responsibility for how this work is received and it has been amazing to live some of the principles that I've been sharing with you over the last several months of this podcast to enjoy the process and recognize that the purpose is the process to feel like I have been able to feel emotionally built up and inspired and just super fulfilled by the actual work itself without waiting for the outcome to be the the way that I get my fulfillment. I don't know that having a big launch or selling a bunch of copies is going to make me feel any better than I already do about this book. And that's a really wonderful way to feel going into it. 
Do I hope that people buy the book and love it? Absolutely. Would I be thrilled if you all ran over and pre-ordered your copy so you could get the audiobook version for free and you could listen and you could write and you could share? Yes, I would be so thrilled by that. And I'm so thrilled anyway. It's a really, really fun experience to be having. In another episode in a couple weeks, I'm going to start sharing about the actual behind the scenes process of bringing this book to life. But for now, I just want to make you all aware that it's out there and ready for you. If you feel like it will add value to your life, I would love for you to make it a part of your life. Now, before I dive into today's topic about mothering your spirit, I want to share a very quick magical adventure moment. It feels like it's been a little while and I have one that just feels like it fits really well with this topic. So here we go. Just over 10 years ago, I found myself in the mountains of Peru. I had recently returned from living in Argentina for 18 months as a missionary and realized that I had this itch to see the world, to serve, and to be a part of something bigger than myself. So I had raised some money and signed up for a humanitarian trip that was venturing into the hills of Bolivia to connect the pipeline from a water system that was miles out in the plains to a little town that was walking all of that distance every day to get their drinking water. I had spent about a week living in this little hut in a sleeping bag and spending my days interacting with the Bolivian people who spoke mostly Quechua, even though I was fluent in Spanish, I was expecting to do a little more communicating than I did. But I learned a few Quechua phrases and we hauled pipe all the way out in the sun along this plains, this really, you know, the high Andes. And we danced and I learned how to spin wool with this little spinning bobbin, you know, in the way that they did. And just had this fascinating, really wonderful time with these people. And then at the end of the trip, the organizers had tacked on this chance to go to Machu Picchu, to head over to Peru to hop from Lima into the mountains into Cusco, take the train up to a little tiny place called Aguas Calientes, which is where we would take our bus right to the gates of Machu Picchu itself to begin hiking around the ruins. I was by myself. I had signed up for this expedition without knowing anyone else who was there. There was a a couple families, I think there was a group of friends, and there might have been one small church or school group. So everyone was friendly and we had all gotten along really well. And on this day, I felt like I wanted to just spend some time exploring alone. It felt like a really unique and awe-inspiring place to be in reflection and to just be. After spending a little bit of time wandering around the ruins, I decided to hike the nearby Huayna Picchu. It's a small mountain. You know, Machu Picchu is up in the top of the Andes Mountains, so it's really like just cliffs everywhere, and it's so beautiful. And one of the nearby peaks is called Huayna Picchu, and it's kind of a single track trail up to the top with some scrambling up to the very top and the view is unparalleled. I hiked by myself up this peak just in in silence and every 
time I needed to take a break, I just stopped and would turn around and survey the landscape and just feel so tiny in this huge, huge world. And I got to the very top, I climbed those last few rocks and I found myself a little spot to sit and just stare. And I had on me this time an iPod mini. Does anyone remember the iPod minis? I had a little iPod mini and it was almost out of batteries. And I decided that this was a moment that I needed to cement into my memory with a song. And so I turned on Josh Groban, You Raise Me Up. You guys, this was like 2005. This song was all the rage and it just felt so dramatic. (laughs) It felt so perfect. So I'm sitting there on top of this peak, listening to this song, just in awe of the world that I live in, of the opportunity that I had to be alive and to be experiencing it, to be breathing in that high mountain air. I felt at the same time completely connected to this world and to its maker, and at the same time individually understood and clearly known. I knew as I was living this moment and creating this special sensory experience with the music and looking around and feeling the sun on my face and just being present right there, that this was going to be a moment that I would never forget. I was cementing in my mind a piece of my life that I would be able to reflect back on and feel in that moment, all of those feelings again, all of the connection, all of the majesty, all of the divinity. It was truly an incredibly magical adventure moment. Now with that beautiful Josh Groban orchestral song playing in the background of your mind for the rest of the episode, we can dive into talking about mothering your own spiritual health. Why why spirit? Why this? Well, we already talked about our bodies and our minds. And this is the thing that resides beneath both of those. Our spirit is what lives at our core, beyond our body and beyond our mind. Our spirit is what connects us to everything around us, to every other living being, to the earth itself, to nature, to the universe. Our spirits are bigger than our understanding. And spirituality is likewise so much bigger than just ourselves. And spirituality has so many different facets and a lot of different practices and a lot of different dogmas and there are many 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 schools of thought surrounding our spirituality surrounding our soul if you want to use that word what came before our body and our mind in this life and what 
lives on after and how it all connects and who is running the show. (laughs) All of those big questions are not things that I'm going to directly address here in this podcast today. (laughs) And I am not going to say that one theory surrounding spirituality is right for you. I think that that's the work that you need to do. And that's the work that I need to do for myself and for my spirit. And just as a first sort of introductory idea about this, mothering our own spirituality, I want to offer the observation that we often freely give away the responsibility for our own spiritual health to other entities. We give it away if we're members of a religion, an organized religion. We can easily give our responsibility for our spiritual health away to our leaders within our churches, to the pastors or the preachers or the bishops, to the congregations, to the services themselves. If we regularly attend church services, we expect to go and have our spiritual health addressed there. That within those walls, we will feel a connection to our spirit. Or maybe yoga is your thing. And that's one of your spiritual practices. It is really easy to give away the responsibility for our own spirituality to something else. And as a starting point for this episode, I need you to understand that you must own this. That just as no one else is responsible for caring for your body and no one else is responsible for caring for your mind, no one else and no organization and no church and no leader and no spiritual practice or spiritual guide is responsible for your spiritual health. You must own that. You must reclaim all responsibility and within that responsibility, all of the incredible opportunity and the joy and the fulfillment and the depth and the connection and the peace that comes from owning your own spirituality and beginning to better take care of your own spiritual health. Does that make sense? Can you look back on your own life or even think about where you are right now in your journey? Does it resonate with you the idea that you might be giving away some of your spiritual responsibility to whatever you have signed up for or signed on for that you expect will be helping you with the journey. But in relying so heavily on that other organization or person or guide or set of principles or rules, that you might not be as much in the driver's seat as you hope to be. Friends, this absolutely resonates for me because I have grown up in a spiritual culture and I from the time I was young learned about my own spirit and that I needed to care for my spirit as well as I did my body and my mind and I can be so complacent. I can go through the motions of my daily life 
and never actually connect to my spirit and to my spiritual health and never actually step outside of my body and mind for long enough to pay attention to what's happening in my spirit. And so I want to share three tenets or three principles of owning and mothering our spiritual health that have been really helpful for me lately and that may ring true for you as well. I read a quote today um, by a spiritual leader named Arkan, who apparently has no online presence as one who's a true spiritual leader might not. Um, the uh, article was by Mind Body Green, which is a podcast and a blog that I enjoy. But the quote was, spirituality is about one's capacity to be guided. And I love that idea. The writer who quoted him is named Christina Hassler. And she also said this. She said, how much we get out of our own way and allow ourselves to be guided by a higher power or the God of our own understanding is directly related to our own depth of spirituality. That idea of getting out of our own way really resonated with me. Then allowing ourselves to be guided or to feel connected to something bigger than ourselves. You don't have to be deeply religious or religious at all to be spiritual. And the three ideas that I'm going to share with you today are ones that I hope will resonate with you regardless of your personal, religious, or not affiliations. I'm going to talk about three things today. They all start with S to make it easy for you to remember and easy for me to remember. Number one is source. Number two is seeking. And number three is stillness. So my three S's for your spirituality are source, seeking, and stillness. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with source. Source is the word that I want to use to represent the fountain of divinity. What that looks like for you. This is where we begin to build our relationship with the divine. In that quote I shared in the beginning, spirituality is about one's capacity to be guided. Our source is where we look for that guidance. For many, that source is named God. For some, that source is nature. For some, that source is light. That source can be intelligence. It can be energy, recognizing that there is a source of goodness and of peace and of power beyond ourselves and beyond our own experience enables us to then get out of our own way and allow ourselves to be guided or connected to a higher power. Recognizing that there is a source beyond ourselves for power and love and peace and happiness and fulfillment and joy allows us to then know in what direction to begin our seeking. And that's our number two. We recognize our source and begin to desire to build a relationship with the divine, 
to recognize the spirituality within ourselves, beyond our body and our mind, there exists within us this dimension of spirit that's so important. And so number two is seeking. And I included this one because I think that the desire piece is really crucial to mothering our own spirituality, to taking care of our spirituality. If there is no desire there, then of course we're not going to do it, right? It's the same with taking care of our minds and our bodies as well. If we don't have the desire, if we don't recognize for ourselves the importance of this act, of this process, then we won't do it. And so I use the word seeking first because it implies desire. Seeking means that we are looking for something, that we're working toward something, that we're actively involved in the process of development. Seeking for me in the context of spirituality includes reading meaningful text to learn more about spirituality, about myself, about my source, about how to build these spiritual connections. Those texts or articles or or different uh, opportunities to research and to learn can be overtly religious. If you're a Christian, you probably read the Bible as a meaningful text, but they don't have to be overtly religious. You can find and seek spirituality in places that simply uplift and inspire and enlighten you. I'm currently reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle for the second or third time, and It's a deeply spiritual book that isn't overtly religious. I also have frequently referred to the book Essentialism by by Greg McCown as a Bible. (laughs) I call it my Bible and I keep it on my nightstand along with my Bible and I read it from time to time to just remind myself of these core inner values that are so meaningful to me. Another one that's on my list that my friend Kim from Talk Wordy to Me just sent over to me last week is the book You Are Here, Discovering the Magic of the Present Moment by Thich Nhat Hanh. And I'll link all of these in the show notes if you're interested in diving into some of these um, meditative texts in your seeking. Uh, I'll link them all at livefreecreative.co slash podcast for you to check out. But seeking is is that, is looking for, reading, researching, and discovering. I also love to seek spirituality and seek source through music and listening to the music of nature. Sometimes just being out in nature is seeking for me. It's taking myself apart, finding some solitude, and finding a place where I can be actively engaged in creating connection to my spirit, beyond my mind, beyond my body, getting down to the real core of it all, where I feel that connection. And for me, having grown up in nature, in the outdoors, it is a natural place for me to resort to when I am seeking spirituality. I feel connected to creation and to my part in this big, expansive, you know, never-ending universe. And 
like I experienced on that mountain at Machu Picchu, I can feel all at once incredibly connected and individually understood. Seeking spirituality in nature for me gives me that experience in a way that I can't find it in a lot of other places. And this, like so many other things, is so unique and individual. So it takes some time. It takes some action and some experimenting to discover what it is for you in your seeking that helps you to feel that way, to helps, that helps you feel connected to more than just your own mind and body, but that helps you feel connected to your spirit in a way that you're connected to the world and to the universe and to your own source. I want you to think just in the last week or two, how often you were actively engaged in developing your spirit. Do you have regular daily practices that develop and enhance your spirituality or not? And if you don't, is that something that you would like to include in your life? I believe that it's vital and I think that spiritual practices can take on so many different forms and they have more potency and make a bigger difference when we do them with intention. When we aren't simply, you know, taking a walk down the street because we have to walk the dog, but that we add the level of intention and awareness to it that we want it to become part of a spiritual practice. I love um, Sean Aker, who's a researcher on happiness. One of the quotes that I love of his is, optimism is a daily spiritual practice. I love that so much because we could easily be positive and optimistic and not recognize it as a spiritual practice. But the moment that you do, the moment that you call that your spiritual practice, that you bring a level of intention to it, then all of a sudden you create a spiritual practice out of it. You allow it to connect to beyond your body and your mind but allow it to connect to that spirit within you and your intention behind it makes all the difference. Bringing that presence and bringing that mindfulness into those actions is where that seeking really becomes powerful. So now I want to move on to number three, which is stillness. Stillness is where we quiet both the body and the mind, in order to access the spirit. This can look a lot of different ways. It can look like meditation. And meditation is probably the most widely recognized form of this deeper connection and the stillness. You all probably recognize that this stillness does not happen by accident in in our lives. Life is just not set up in a way that gives us a quiet, peaceful moment to just meditate and to feel that connection to a higher power. We have to create that. We have to decide that we are not going to do the next thing on our list until after we make place for this stillness. We make place for a moment of pondering 
we make place for a moment of prayer, an actual connection to that source, seeking out that source. This is part of where that mothering comes in because without adding intention and giving ourselves permission to take the time necessary to have this stillness in our lives, it simply will not happen. We wake up and we begin our day and we go throughout the day and we do all of the things and never quite as much as we think we want to do. And then we go to bed and then we wake up and start all over. And I think one of the most interesting, I don't know, bits of wisdom that I have learned in the last few years, especially, is that this cycle, the rhythm of our lives, doesn't ever slow down unless we choose to slow it down by acknowledging that it is that it is a rhythm, that it is a cycle, that the things that we want to do will never be completed. And so it's okay to not do it all right now. It's okay to take one step at a time. It's okay to take time out for this stillness, for this meditation, for this prayer. I want to mention here too that this can take a lot of forms. So of course, it would be incredible if we could just sit and quiet our minds and slow our breathing and feel our heartbeat and take this quiet moment to just breathe and be present and access our spirit beyond our body and our mind. But it doesn't necessarily always look that way. I already mentioned that one of my very favorite ways to connect to my spirit is in nature. And not always sitting on top of a mountain. (laughs) Sometimes simply taking the dog for a walk. Or I've mentioned in other episodes how I walk my kids to school and then when I walk home, I keep my phone in my pocket. And I take that time, that 10-minute walk, to bring awareness to my connection. I recognize the David Austin roses that are just so beautiful, growing on the fence a couple houses down from the preschool. Or the beautiful, delicate woodwork on one of the houses that I walk by that must have just been hand-carved by someone a 100 years ago and how incredible that craftsmanship is. I feel the breeze or the rain, or the sun, as the case may be. (laughs) I listen to my footsteps on the sidewalk. And at the same time that I feel so in my body and so present on this earth as a human, I can recognize that this isn't all there is. And I can feel my spirit, how it extends beyond my body and my mind through into the eternities. And how it connects me to everything around myself as well as to my source. And in that moment of stillness, even though I'm walking, (laughs) that quiet that I've put away what I need to do for the day and I'm just in the moment, 
with that mindfulness, I can feel all filled up. I can feel like in that moment, I am where I need to be doing all I need to do. That's such a powerful feeling to recognize in this moment, right now, I'm doing everything that I need to do. I am more than enough. The huge benefits of developing our spiritual life are that the feelings that come along with that spirituality are love and peace and joy and fulfillment, like deep, lasting, real fulfillment. And those things live in a place, if they live in our spirit, they live in a place that is underneath or beyond what happens with our bodies or our minds. It becomes sort of untouchable. If we develop our spirituality, then what happens in the here and now of our lives is important, yes, but it doesn't rock our core. It doesn't take away our joy or that love or that feeling of fulfillment that we can find deep within ourselves as we exercise and practice and develop our spirituality. That is why this matters. Because when you approach the challenges and trials and unexpected experiences in your everyday life from a place of deep peace and deep joy and deep fulfillment, you're going to always be okay. You know that it's all going to work out. And you can approach things that are hard or scary, terrifying even sometimes, with this faith that comes when you understand that you are connected to this source and to, and to the universe and to the earth and to this power that's beyond what you can do on your own. And you know that it's going to be okay. That's a pretty inviting reason to exercise our spirituality and to develop our spiritual selves, isn't it? ever-present peace and joy, I think. I think that we could all use a little bit more of that, friends. So here are my three S's, again, for mothering your own spiritual health. Number one is source. Find that source. Recognize what it is for you or who he or she is and start to build a relationship with that divine. Number two is seeking. Read meaningful texts. Find those words and those people and those guides, those spiritual leaders who resonate with your soul and, and seek them out and listen to them and actively engage in developing your spirituality. Spend actual time on this. Try. Try some things. Experiment with it. Seek for added inspiration, seek for added knowledge, seek for added understanding, and then find moments of stillness to quiet your body and mind where you can access that spirit and start to absorb that, those truths that you are seeking. You can do this through meditation. You can do it through mindfulness practices. You can do it through prayer. You can do it through gratitude. You can do it through service. 
but you need to do it with intention to bring stillness to the moment. You have to let yourself put down your phone, put down your to-do list, put down the dishes, put down that email, put down that next responsibility, put that child to bed, and give yourself this moment of stillness to just feel present and to feel connected. I hope that this message of taking care of your spirit has resonated with you. And I would love to hear your very favorite spiritual practices or things that you're working on or what you're trying, what's working or what you could use help with. You can head to the show notes at livefreecreative.co slash podcast and leave some responses in the comments. I would love to have a discussion about how we can more actively be engaged in fostering our spiritual well-being. I know that this episode is timely and necessary for me because life is busy and it's so wonderful and I can easily be caught up in taking care of all of the things that are right in front of my face so much that I forget to take care of what is beyond and underneath that when I quiet all of that for a minute that I can start to access my eternal self that I can get out of my own way and allow myself to be guided by a higher power that I recognize that my life is bigger and more important than just me that I am a piece of this tapestry, that I'm a thread interwoven, and that we're all connected. I want to thank you so much for being here and for listening. As I wrap up this mini-series, Mothering the Mothers, I sincerely hope that something in these episodes has touched you and awakened you to how important you are, that we need you to be healthy, and that we need you to think clearly and make good decisions, and that we need you to give yourself time and peace to seek and to develop your spirit as much as your body and your mind, that you matter beyond what you accomplish, what ideas you have, what your family looks like, what your job looks like, how many critically acclaimed anything ever happens to you. (laughs) You are important simply because you are a thread in this tapestry and we need you. That wraps up this episode for this week. Episode 40. We're getting up there. It's been so fun. And I want to invite you, if you have not subscribed to the show, click subscribe so that you make sure you get these episodes every week to your app, whatever your favorite listening app is. I also want to invite you to leave a review on iTunes. Leave an honest review, sharing with others what you think about the show so that people who are looking at new podcasts may discover whether or not this one will be a good fit for what they need in their life. Next week is going to be a fun episode, friends, so you want to make sure you tune in. I am going to be sharing the entire introduction 
the audio version introduction of my book, More Than Enough. So it'll be like a little sneak peek preview of the book and I'm so excited to share with you. So make sure you tune in to experience that. And remember that the book is now available for pre-order over on Amazon. If you head to livefreecreative.co slash podcast, it will be linked right in the show notes of this episode for you so you can check it out. Thanks again for being here. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.